What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. What are you grateful for today? I am grateful for my attorneys. Ooh, give us the tea. The tea is, is that my case is finally wrapping up. And I just went and visited with them yesterday. Things just are going smoothly. And I'm just grateful for them, but also the fact that I'm just going to be out of this. You're a free bird. Getting released. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Keeping my medical open, so they'll always take care of anything related to this issue, Perfect. you know? So it's nice. It's nice to have that feeling of... So you can ask for, like, security. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just, yeah, take care of my back. Yes. I don't want anything else. Just take care of my back, you yeah. know? So it's just nice that it's all finally happening, Ugh. you know? Like, it's like a... What a weight lifted. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. Oh, my God, so. yeah. Yeah. If you guys uh, have been listening to the podcast since we started, I mean... Oh, my gosh. What? Do you remember when we first started? It's a whole journey. It's like... I would have to get up and change my positions like 15 times yes. because it was like excruciating. Yeah. Or what just like journey, or like down. if one of us got COVID, we would like record from like separate areas, <laughs> stuff oh. like that. We have definitely been through it. Like definitely. The whole thing with Ever. I remember that whole journey too. Oh my too. God. Oh my Five God. months. That was crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Um, wow. it's just nice that it's all the coming end of an era. together. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I feel like we've been through. It's like... You know, like you said, back ever COVID. It's like we've been through so many. So the yeah. fact that this is just another chapter closing, it's just, it's really nice, mm-hmm. you know? Have you heard that now? People are saying era. I'm in my da-da-da era. <laughs> oh, no. Is that, does Aaliyah say that? Or no, is that not her generation? I don't think so. Mm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't think oh, so. It's funny because Zane would make fun of me when I first started saying it. I guess it's like my age group kind uh-huh. of. Um, and now he says it too. That's so funny. Like, a, I don't know, say he likes, I don't fucking know, like goldfish. I'm in my goldfish era. Like I'm just, like it's like a fad. Uh-huh. I'm just obsessed with goldfish right now. I'm in my goldfish era. Okay. <laughs> it's like a thing. I'm like, wait, I've heard of the word era before. No, no, like, I know, yeah. But it's, okay, I the get way it. People so are it's like, yeah, it like a fad, like my new yes. my new thing I'm doing right now. Yes. Well, okay. Yes. Like you're just delicious. I'm in my. <laughs> She's in her Drizzleicious era. I'm in my Drizzleicious era. In her, in my her Colleen era. Hoover. I'm in my yes. I'm in my Coho era right now. She uh, Coho. Come on, Jerry, <laughs> get it together. Be hip and trendy, will you? <laughs> um. Okay, and what about you, Alyssa Rose? What <gasps> are you grateful for? Wait a minute. Okay. <gasps> what? Yes. Before we hop into that, just because we're on the topic of Coho, you counted, and you know how many books you're in. No, I didn't. Oh, actually, damn it. That would have been satisfying. Sorry. Yeah, it would have. <laughs> if you guys have read it ends with us, you haven't yet. They're making the movie, right? So the cast has been coming out, and you know Blake Lively? Yes. Okay, Blake Lively is playing the main character, Lily Bloom. Lily Bloom owns a flower shop. She's a redhead. She's got this whole, like, vibe going on about her. The other character, um, Riley, Ryle? Riley, Ryle. I always used to say Riley in my head is Ryle. Ryle is supposed to be kind of like hot-headed, like an angry kind of tough guy. And the cast that they casted, they just don't add up. First of all, Lily Bloom is like 23, 20-something years old. Mm. Blake Lively is what? Hitting 40 now? Mm. Maybe she's over 40, I think. Why is she playing a 20-something-year-old? First of all. Second of all, 
photos got released yesterday, people are up in arms. People are up in arms and I don't blame them. And I don't know why no one's listening. People are like, it's not too late to recast. They So like photos got leaked of them filming. They're filming in Jersey, actually. And they did Blake's hair such a bad redhead. It's not uh. good. And they're dressing her like so off. It's so off. We're like, she's supposed to be this like floral girl, like like bell bottom jeans, you know, like stuff like that, like a, a loose tee. They're dressing her like in these like big frilly skirts with like socks up to here and like loafers. It's just so I, I got to show you the pictures. But everyone on TikTok is like, this has to be a joke. This can't be real. And like everyone is doing like a fan casting, it's called, mm-hmm. of like who they would want. And everyone agrees. And I don't know why no one's listening. Can I ask you a question? Do you know, like it's it's off of her book that they're making a movie, but does she have a say? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's like there with them. It's Sony. Like Sony so- is doing it. I maybe she, like, people are saying they're dressing her like Colleen Hoover dresses. So what, people are like, maybe they're doing that. Like, like maybe Colleen is what this is what Colleen wants. Huh? Look how bad this is. They made her look even older and like nothing against Blake Lively. Like she's a great actress, but she's not for this role. And they made her look older than she even is. Mm. And, like, even if you were to, like, make her a fake redhead, like, what's with, like, the big, crimped, messy hair? It's just not the vibe. When you read the book, you're going to be like, that is not her. Okay. Well, I I have to wait to read the book. But when you were just saying she's, like, when you were describing her Mm -hmm. to me... I could see that, like, messy hair, kind of long, flowy skirt. She's supposed to be 20-something. Yeah, but she's also, like, one with nature, the way you're describing it. Like, a hippie. And, like, she looks hippie-ish to me. I have to read the book. It's not right. right. And everyone on TikTok is like, this is not right. If, if, like, the consensus is that they got it wrong, then obviously they got it wrong. Um, I'm just saying from what you described about her being, like earthy and or 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 watch this one the aesthetic that we expected like overalls like cutesy like she's like cutesy and then they dressed her like that (laughs) do you know what i mean (laughs) i need to read the book (laughs) it's not right like they made her like grungy kind of she's supposed to be like like you said like hippie airy i don't know Anyways, she's so passionate. I love it. Yeah, it's a certain community. (laughs) It's a certain community. If you guys have read the book, you understand because everyone fucking agrees. And I don't know why they're not listening, but contracts are probably signed. And I'm sure, I mean, you never know. Maybe once the movie is out, it could be a total surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe it'll be like, oh, okay, this isn't as bad as. Well, a, a lot of times I've noticed that people will say like the movie doesn't do the book justice or the book doesn't do the yeah so it's like i i feel like 
I feel like when something is so, especially if it's so well written in a way that you really connect with this person and you, like, you guys are reading words on a page and all of you agree about how this person should look, which yeah. means it was well written. Exactly. It, the, the descriptions. And yeah. it's, like, hard to now, I guess, turn that into. Yeah. A movie, like maybe they couldn't, maybe maybe, maybe people they couldn't get they, the actresses that right. We maybe maybe a younger actress that would have wanted it would have wanted too much. Maybe they weren't in the budget, but right. it's funny because I do hear that often. Like, yes. oh, the book was better, and I was well, used to laugh at it too. And now it's like now you get it because now you're you're living it, you're seeing it in real time, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, because when you read the book first you have this vision in your head yes. and it's never exactly how the movie's going to be. If you watch the movie first and it's you're picturing the movie while you're reading. Right, right. So it's just totally different. I, I, I get agree. it. I hmm. agree. Yeah. I can't wait to read it now. It's such a good fucking book, but I don't know. I hope it doesn't flop because like I love her writing and like I don't want her to get like hated on. But people are like, it's not too late to recast Koho. <laughs> Is she responding? Is she like not that I've seen nothing? Okay, not that I've seen. Yeah, I'm really curious. Yeah, I'm curious to know, like in that situation, how much control she has over certain things or her opinions. Yeah, I think that person or that person. I mean, she's the one that wrote it, so it's her vision coming to life. So they should honor that in a way, for sure. But but you're right. There's so many people involved. Like who knows what say she has? Yeah, like maybe she has none. Maybe she just sold the rights of a movie and has zero say. And now the directors have all the say. Right. Um, But then again, maybe maybe the actresses that she wanted to portray certain parts weren't available, weren't interested. Pay wasn't enough. Like who knows? Maybe they did an audition. So there's nothing. You know. That's so interesting. I can't wait to read the book and then, of course, see the movie. I want to see it, you know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, hopefully it all comes together. I mean, that's great for her to have her book turned to a movie. Sick, right? That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, so cool. That's so so awesome. So, So, yeah, excited for that. Um, That was very niche, but if you guys have read the book, then you get it. Um, Also, what am I grateful for? Um, New, like, Zane and I got some new stuff for our home. Oh, but I feel like that equates with like new memories, you know, like we have stuff that literally we had in the apartment that we've brought over here. And I feel like it's like, oh, we got like new things that we'll have and like will remind us of like this time in our life. You know, yes. we, we went to at home. Have you ever been there? No, Zane keeps telling me I need to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you might like it. I know you're not like super into like home decor and stuff, but they have like tchotchke shit that you might like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like... um like a home goods marshals kind of on crack. It's like a big giant warehouse and they have a ton of stuff like outdoor furniture and they have rugs and they have um, all like signs and decor and stuff. Mm. It's fun to just walk around even yeah, if you yeah. don't get anything. It's like an Ikea, you know, like I, I always go to Ikea 99% of the time. I don't mm. buy shit, but I love walking <laughs> around there. So. All right, so maybe you would like it. Then. Yeah. 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 I'm um, interested. But yeah, it was our first time there. I mean, no, Zane has been there. He's been begging me to go, which is hysterical. But yeah, we ended up getting like a new plant for the living room. We got a planter for outside. Um, and then we got like a little tray table that goes on our ottoman in the living room so we can like put down our plates and stuff mm-hmm. on top of it. Um, but yeah, I just love that we got like a few little new items. And like when we got home, like we got like a pot for the tree inside and we got like the fake moss. So we like set it up together. Oh, I was cute. like, we're getting a little crafty now. 
<laughs> that's so cute though yeah. but i agree it's like you'll look at something and go oh we bought this one we just yeah. got in our house yeah. or this is the first time we went there yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy how little things could like spark yeah so many memories yeah you know so yeah yeah so and i'm excited making. like we got like a nice big planter for outside i want to go and get like our nice big palm trees and like start setting up outside although this week is going to be fucking <laughs> cloudy and 60s and rain i mean weather is bipolar the, si- the 60s i don't mind like i i enjoy like today it's like well it's a little too breezy my allergies are on freaking killing me but um I like days like this because I'm more productive outside when it gets to, you know me, I, I, I don't do heat well. So when it gets really hot, I don't want to do shit, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like weather like this, I can go out and try to be productive, mm. you know? Yeah, I'm the opposite. But yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to go outside cold. this. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, because it is nice and sunny. So when you're in the sun, you're out there, it's not bad. But yeah. the wind is a little windy today. Yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But anyway, anyways, today we're compiling some emails. We've got like kind of like a category of like embarrassing stories, stories where you want to know, are you an asshole in this situation? Like a fun episode of like making fun of you guys. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Kidding. 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 Just kidding. Um, And then I also think we have a little... um, Layover, lay, layover, layover minutes from our uh, our stupid shit you do in a rush episode too. So we're gonna combine all of these fun, okay. li- fun little emails. Okay, joking. Fun stuff, Miss Ma'am. Okay, she's like, you're reading this one. All right, the first one is long. So I'm gonna she, do my best. She wrote sawy, sawy, like yeah. Ali- like Aaliyah does when she sawy, sawy, mom, sawy. Okay, so this is she wants to know: Is she an asshole? So we're going to tell her, guys. Ready? Ready. Hey, beautiful ladies. I've been so hesitant to write in. I've written in before, but low-key, I might have sent it to the wrong email, LMAO. (laughs) This email might be slightly long because I'm a talker. So to start off, not like you haven't heard it a million times, but I love the podcast. I found it through Alyssa's vlogs, and I've been obsessed ever since. Thank you. I'm currently in my forever relationship, found the man that I love and will marry, which Oh, I made him watch your engagement vlog with me, LOL. <laughs> His family is amazing, which is a new for me, coming from the one and only relationship I've been in. My ex's mom was the worst, but that can be for another email. Mother-in-law email, send him in. Send it in. <laughs> to start off with my topic, to give a little backstory, I'm from Argentina, and I moved to the U.S. about two years ago. When I was back home, 
around when I was 17, I'm now 27, I reconnected with one of my cousins who lived her whole life in the U.S. I grew up in the U.S. and moved to, the, to back to Argentina when I was 11, so we had grown up together. Okay. Long story short, we got really close again. We had been really close as kids for years, and we had talked about moving in together when I came back to the U.S., and when I came back, I moved in with my brother for a while, but I was really homesick. I had lived with my parents and my little sister my whole life, so it was really hard for me to adapt. I've been here for almost two years, and it's still a constant struggle. Since my mental health was struggling, my cousin asked me to move back, move in with her back into her mom's house. Everything was great, until one day, her sister, my other cousin, was super rude to me, and instead of her mom apologizing, she became hostile towards me. Not directly, but... She would go to my cousin, who I was close with, and complain about me. She would charge me different rent from my cousin, and when my cousin confronted her, her words were, her words were, I can charge her whatever I want because I can. Mm. I didn't want to live there anymore, but the apartment we were planning on moving into was being remodeled, so we had to wait. While all that was happening, I met my current boyfriend, and we started dating. I would spend every weekend at his house because I hated being at my aunt's. It just felt like I wasn't welcome anymore. A little more backstory. When I found us this apartment, my cousin didn't want to move in because it was too expensive. I really wanted to move in and I was willing to do anything. So I suggested that my cousin's boyfriend of over a year, side note, they broke up twice that year, to move in with us and she agreed. Just to add, her boyfriend and I don't like each other. To keep it simple, he's a bitch who can make (laughs) jokes, but he can't take them. And I'm a funny ass bitch who has comebacks like I get paid for it. So it hurt his ego. (laughs) I guess that I'm just funnier than him, lol. He never liked me, and I never liked him, but we were always civil for my cousin. I was willing to live with this guy, who I didn't like, as long as it meant me leaving that house in that situation. As time passed, and our apartment renovations kept taking longer and longer, my boyfriend's family, after seeing how I was living, offered me to move in with them. My boyfriend is currently in college and living with his parents still, so I did. And it was the best decision I could have made. By the time our apartment was almost ready, I'd been living with my boyfriend and his family for five months. We basically lived together our whole relationship, and it's been so great. We realized that we can live together and that our relationship is really serious, and we want to be together forever, given the fact that that we've only been together for seven months at this point. A month before we were supposed to move in, I hung out with my cousin, and like we always did, we talked about the apartment and moving out, and the topic of my boyfriend moving in was mentioned. I've been dating him for five months at that point, and obviously when we first started dating, I wasn't thinking about moving in, him moving in with us, but I had mentioned it and said how eventually, once we dated more, and my cousin had never had any issue with it until this day, also to add, his parents were selling their house and moving, so he needed to move out regardless, but obviously couldn't afford it on his own just out of college. She started acting weird and saying how she wasn't sure. I told her to trust me, that everything would be fine, and that we would be all good. She tried to pull the, it's a lot of people in one place card, and a few more unreasonable worries that she couldn't back up. Just so you guys have an idea, the apartment slash townhouse has two floors, two bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms, and a decent sized patio. I work all day from seven to five, and my boyfriend is a full-time student and has a clinical three times a week and class, so it's not like we'd be there all the time, if anything. All her reasons were invalid, and I assured her that I'd been living with him and I know how he is. He isn't messy or leaves things dirty. He's super considerate of other people's space and respectful of boundaries. So I knew there wouldn't be a problem. I thought I had given her peace of mind after that. But boy, was I wrong. Mm-hmm. That night after my boyfriend picked me up from the train, I get a text from my cousin 
telling me her boyfriend and her talked and they don't feel comfortable with my boyfriend moving in because they don't know him. She had been to his house twice. Her boyfriend once had met his parents too, had dinner with us and everything. But she said he can still come over whenever and stay over. At that point, we would only be seeing each other on the weekends. I commute every day, an hour to work and an hour from. My boyfriend takes a train every morning at 7 a.m. and I get home 7 p.m. And it's all worth it because we make each other happy. The whole point of the move was for me to be close to work and my boyfriend would transfer from where we lived, an hour and a half away, so we could still live together. I knew being homesick and now having to move away from my boyfriend and his family, who's my family now, and I've become my support system, would really mess up my mental health and I would become depressed again. When I got this text, my whole world felt like it was coming in on me. I broke down and didn't know what to do. I knew I wouldn't be happy living away from my boyfriend, and I also felt like it wasn't my apartment anymore. I'd just be moving into their apartment, and I would never get a say, because two against one always wins when it would come to making decisions. I had a conversation with my parents. My boyfriend and his parents were more than happy to have me stay till they sell the house, and my boyfriend and I can get our own place. Oh, no. You know where this yeah. is going. <laughs> Even before all of this, his parents wanted me to stay with them. The next day, I was flying to Jersey to meet my boyfriend's whole family for Thanksgiving. So while we're at the airport, I got the courage to write her a text telling her if they weren't willing, willing to reconsider, I wouldn't be moving in. Mm-hmm. After reading and rereading the text and showing my boyfriend a million times to make sure I wasn't coming off petty or rude, I sent it. She didn't believe me at first, since I've always been a pushover with her. I realized all of this after. And I knew that sending that text would mean the end of our relationship. Even though we are cousins, we considered ourselves as BFFs. She still owes me over $1,000 for a couch that we bought before moving in, and it's been difficult to get her to pay me back. (laughs) Fucking scam. Sorry, guys. Um, She's shown her true colors after this. Her sister, her new boyfriend, uh, her boyfriend and her unfollowed me on everything, even though I feel like I didn't do anything wrong. We haven't spoken since December. Last time we spoke, it was me asking for my money back. They moved into a different apartment and kept the couch my cousin and I bought together. Mm. My question is, am I the asshole for stepping back from moving into that apartment, even though it wasn't going to make me happy? Hope this wasn't too long. I feel like I could still add more information. So feel free to ask if there's anything that didn't make sense. I'm writing this on my morning commute. I hope you're not driving. Attach your pictures of me and my baby. I'll send more pics when I marry this man. Love you. Love you. Bye. Are you an oh. asshole? Absolutely fucking not. Oh my Absolutely God. Absolutely not. It was going to be you and your cousin. Then the boyfriend, came, her boyfriend came into the mix. But your boyfriend can't? No. No, 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 no. And listen, you got to live your life for you, not to appease other people. You moving into that thing, 100%, you you hit it on the head when you were like, it's always going to be two against one. They're going to always win. You're not going to have any say. You'll be living in their apartment. No, it's not healthy. And you know what? You found your peace. You have your people with your boyfriend and his family. And that's the way, in my opinion, you should stay. Well, I mean, you did, right? <laughs> but I think I think you did the right thing. I don't think there's anything assholeish about this at all. I think she's the asshole, the other girl. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because, first of all, you recommended her boyfriend moving in. That was very nice of you. And you guys don't get along. And you did that for her and because she couldn't afford the apartment, right? right. You guys were splitting it, but she couldn't afford it. So you were like, oh, then you should move your boyfriend in because you really wanted to live in this apartment. 
that was nice thing number one that you did. Nice thing number two that you the did couch? was even ask for her permission <laughs> to move your boyfriend in because you guys are splitting it. This is both your apartments. Why do you have to ask her permission? Very true. Hey, you're moving your boyfriend in. Mine's going to come in too. It'll make the rent even cheaper because now we're splitting it between four people instead of three. Uh, you guys are such and a beautiful couple. And you're in a Sorry. townhouse with two and a half bathrooms, two bedrooms. Yeah. It's plenty of room. Plenty so, of room. So <laughs> that was even nice of you to ask her and let her tell you no. And what's the difference if like when they said, oh, he can come and he could stay over. What's the difference? Like, what's the difference? They didn't want his name on a lease. It's just so silly. It's so silly. That's a control thing. Yeah. You know, I would have been like, control. okay, so he's going to move in and we can still split it three ways. And me and him will split our, our third. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Fuck him. Fuck off. Spend more if you want to, you stupid. <laughs> oh, I don't know. So I don't stupid. understand people. I don't think you're an asshole. I think if she didn't act the way she did, I think what you did would be an asshole move. Agreeing to move in with someone, pulling out last minute when they couldn't afford it. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. would be an asshole move. But, but they wind the up way getting a different apartment anyway, so it yeah, worked out. But the way that she acted the way she did. She deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. Not asshole-ish at all. Oh, my God. God. Not at all. I'm glad that you're happy and content and with your with your man in a happy place. Yeah. And maybe just fucking move on from the thousand dollars and count it as a loss so that you don't have to fucking talk to her anymore yeah, and right? just move on. Sometimes it's easy to yeah. just do that. You know? Like I hope you fucking fall through the couch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your cat pisses on it and you can't get the smell out. <laughs> oh man. No no more cat pee less. <laughs> I was thinking about what could go wrong with the couch. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I hope you fall through it. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. I hope you spill your red wine and it's white. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, lots of good luck to you. I mean, <laughs> definitely you're not an asshole. And you guys are a beautiful couple. And I wish you lots of love and happiness always. <laughs> okay. Um, embarrassing story. Hey, girls. Hey, gals. Just want to start off by saying that you two are two of the most influential women. I admire your ability to always lead with kindness and always giving us a place to feel loved and supported. Aw. So cute. It's an embarrassing story. Okay. So when I was dating a high school boyfriend, I was over at his house, and of course, we were up in his room being little horn dogs. (laughs) Anyway, I was in his bed. He had taken off my shorts and my bright pink thongs and put them on the floor. He started eating me out when I heard his family's dog come into the room and he shooed him out. He finishes up with me and we end up back in bed cuddling. Then his younger brother comes into the room holding my thong and goes, Hey, mom and dad would like you to come downstairs. As he hands me my thong and goes, I think this is yours. I was instantly so embarrassed and ready to jump out the window. We figured out that his dog had picked up my thong and carried it downstairs (laughs) and sat it on the living room floor where his parents and brother were watching a movie. We only dated for a short time, but I will never, ever forget that. (laughs) And then she attaches a picture of her now fiancé and her. I am fucking dying. That is like the epitome of embarrassment. I don't think it can get worse. I, I think I would have been bright pink. 
For real. I'm mortified. Mortified, Alyssa. I think this is yours. Not the underwear you've been wearing all day, too. Not even like clean undies. Oh. <laughs> I, I oh would have fucking God. mortified. Talk, uh, what, listen, I mean, something like that happens. How do you even show your face in front of the parents again? No, literally. Like, like especially when you're in high school. Like, as an adult, it's like, haha, you laugh it off, whatever. But yeah, you're in high school. high school. Oh, that's maybe why that's why they only dated for a little bit. That's why you don't do shit when anyone else is home. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, my God. I'm embarrassed for you. That is actually It's a memory sick. that you could look back and laugh, but I can imagine in that moment, I think I'd want to jump out the window, too. <laughs> they wanted you to come downstairs and talk with them. What are they going to do? Scold you about your underwear? Oh, no, they wanted the brother, That's but I didn't want to say the brother's name. What? They, he said the brother to go down, but I didn't want to say the brother's name. Disclaimer. Oh, like they wanted to talk to their son. Yeah. Even that, that what I'm going to say. <laughs> it's like, um, why are your girlfriend's underwear on my living room floor like, i mean but you know why kind they of are. assumed yeah like why do we have to have this awkward conversation like just don't have or the something. awkward conversation yeah. just <coughs> yeah. make a joke like make a joke of it i feel like would be better because yeah. like he's a high school guy like you know like sh- he's doing that regardless what were you doing when you were in high school come on exactly you know like but like to have come down here and have a conversation <laughs> oh my gosh like, bro just so don't get her pregnant okay thank you <laughs> i mean actually i was just eating around so <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh man oh man she's like this is an Alyssa email okay <clears throat> Buckle funny up, how everyone. this works up works out <laughs> um, all right am i the asshole very juicy it's What's very poppin', everybody. This is gonna be a long one, ladies. I apologize in advance. Don't worry, I got you. So, I met, we'll call her Amy, my sophomore year of college, and we've been inseparable ever since. We lived together during the pandemic and a little bit after college. I was there for her when she was going through problems with her now fiance, and I supported her through her struggles with mental health to a point where I felt like I was responsible for making sure she didn't hurt herself. Mm. Last December, I had mentioned to her that I would love to do something for New Year's because I always stay home and do nothing. She mentions this ball that she went to a couple years back and says that we should go, but it'll be 200 bucks. I had recently been talking to this new guy, James, and she said you should invite him. And I said, I doubt he'll come, but we had just started talking a few weeks prior. Fast forward to late December. He, in fact, did say yes. Because we were both traveling from New York City to upstate, we needed a place to stay, which Amy offered her house. I triple-checked with her on the dates, four days total, of when we would be staying at her house. The guy was no stranger to me. We knew each other in college, but then he transferred, so we lost touch. I wasn't nervous about safety, and she assured me that she wasn't either. I was definitely nervous about our first date, basically being us playing house sleeping in the same room, etc. But I figured I'm 24 and single, so fuck it, right? He was a complete gentleman the whole time. We kissed once the night before we left, and that's it. But anyways, back to Amy. So the first night I arrived alone and I was telling her that I was nervous and that this was a stupid idea. I shouldn't have invited him. I was overthinking, as usual. She assured me that everything would be fine and that I should try to get to know him and spend time with him. She said verbatim, 
You need to put yourself out there. So that's what I did. The next night he arrived, we went to dinner, the four of us, her fiance, Amy, James, and I. During the dinner, things were going fine. We were talking about our college days, and then she said, uh, is that her real name? It is, yeah. Okay. Uh, person writing this email, you should tell her fi- you should tell her fiance about how many guys wanted to sleep with me because sometimes I think he forgets. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Fiance and Amy have been together since they were 14 years old and they've never broken up. Oh. James under the table hits my leg and looks at me awkwardly. I was used to this type of behavior because she would throw shots at her fiance out a lot out of nowhere. They would literally get into fights in front of me without a second thought and then say that it wasn't a fight. But James never experienced that. We eventually moved on and finished our dinner. Went home, watched a movie, and then went to bed. James and I would stay up until 5 a.m. talking every day because we were in that phase and I want to get to know everything about you. So we slept in every morning. Keep this in mind for later. The next day, he and I left and headed to Target. Amy had previously told me that she had appointments and that it would just be him and I. So we were driving to Target. We were just talking and he said... So how long have you and Amy been friends? And I told him, and he said, has she always been like that? And I said, like what? And he said, never mind. I know she's your best friend, and I don't want to be rude. It's important to know that he's a behavioral analyst. Mm -hmm. So he analyzes people all day for a living. So I, of course, responded with, no, tell me. And he goes down the list on how she she seems very selfish. She treats her fiance horribly and how she and I are completely different people. He also said, that's not who I imagined your best friend would be. Oof. Hmm. That must have hurt. And to be honest, I had started to get frustrated with how she treated me and how she treated her fiance before James and I reconnected. Mm-hmm. She started to change in a negative way. For example, I would go upstate to see her multiple times and it was never reciprocated. She would never check up on me. Months would go by and I wouldn't hear from her. She got engaged and started saying how I feel like no one in her bridal party knows how to be a good bridesmaid. I'm one of the maid of honors. Three of them. But she would only say that to me to make me feel bad. Also, I live in New York City. Everyone else lived much closer, and I felt like I was doing the best that I could. I helped her with her engagement party. I did 12 large flower arrangements in 24 hours, dealt with her racist-ass soon-to-be mother-in-law that wanted to speak so badly about the Dominican Republic without knowing that I'm half Dominican and I've been to the DR more than a dozen times. I washed every plate of the 100 guests that were at the engagement party and she that she had because she didn't hire a catering crew and they were all real plates and silverware that I cleaned and never once complained while the rest of the bridal party sat on their asses. Mm. I wasn't supposed to be there to work. I was a guest, but I didn't care because she was my best friend and I was trying to support her. I started to realize that her manipulative behavior and everything and every time something else would happen, it would just add to the list. After James expressed that, I just started to question our relationship more. Finally, it's the night of the ball. We go get our hair and makeup done, get all dressed up, and go to the ball. And unfortunately, I wasn't having fun at all. The music was awful, the food was subpar, and the guests that were there were snobby rich people that treated the event staff like trash. It was 11 p.m., and I was ready to leave. I was also getting really nauseous. So I went to her and I asked, hey, would you be mad if James and I left? I'm feeling really nauseous. And she said it was fine. James and I were back home before the ball dropped. 
got back to Amy's house, watched Harry Potter, and went to sleep. The next morning, James and I slept in late and got up and no one was home, so I went to Chipotle and then Target again. When we got back the energy, when we got back, the energy that I felt from Amy was really different. She barely looked at me, but I chalked it up to her being tired. After feeling the energy James and I, after feeling the energy, James and I stayed in our room for the rest of the night and did face masks. It's finally the day that we're supposed to leave. I walk outside and see her. I said, good morning. She doesn't look at me again. And I said, hey, I know you're upset with me. What did I do? And she was like, I'm just going to go work out. There's nothing wrong. And I said again, no, seriously, tell me. And she said nothing. So that's when I got pissed. And I said, all right, if you're not going to be a fucking adult and communicate with me, then it's not my problem. I immediately started packing my things to leave. And James was right behind me. I went to say goodbye and thank you. Thank them for allowing us to stay, etc. She didn't look at me. Only her fiance did. James was still getting his stuff together and cleaning out his car because it was dirty and he didn't want me in his dirty car. This is important later. So he was going to say goodbye after that, but I couldn't wait. I wanted to get it over with because uh, it was started to make me anxious. He went to say bye and we left. So we went back to New York City. James and I are still talking, going out on dates. One night, a couple days later, him and I are on a date and I get a long message from Amy saying that I was a horrible friend. I don't have a right to be mad and at her if I am. I treated her house like an Airbnb, etc. On this date, I pulled over and called her. No answer. An hour later, I get a text from her and it says, I'm glad I've gotten to see your true colors. You're such a backstabber. And at this point, I sent her a screenshot of my call log because I did call her twice. And then she calls me and she starts going on about how I'm a terrible friend and that James is a loser and that he has nothing <laughs> going for him because he sleeps in and asks if I really want to be with someone that does weed, etc. And that her fiance felt disrespected because we used his house as an Airbnb and that we slept in every day and it was so disrespectful. She kept going on about us sleeping in. She also complained that I had to force him to say goodbye, which was far from the truth and even more hurtful things that I would never even think to say to her. As soon as I heard backstabber, I was over the conversation and I knew that I would never look at her the same. I'm one of the good friends that she has. One of her maid of honors had sex with her fiance on Amy's bed. Oh. Oh. And she's still in the wedding. And that's just one thing. There is way more. And even after she was done, I apologized for making her feel like she was being used. I also called her fiance to apologize for making him feel like that as well, because that was never my intention. So am I the asshole? So am I the asshole for getting to know a man that she encouraged me to invite to her house and slept in all day even though there was never any plans made other than the near new year's eve event am i the asshole for any of this i haven't been able to tell anyone this besides james because he was there i'm very interested to hear what you both think i left a couple things out because this is becoming a novel and i included the flower arrangements that i did for the engagement party because i'm very proud of them <laughs> i'm watching your video i have to download it Oh, they're so pretty. And you made 10 of them for her. Huh. Wow. They're huge. Wow. Huge flower arrangements, guys. Um, Are you <laughs> an asshole? Oh, my God. I, I think your friend's an asshole. Yeah. I don't think you're an asshole at all. I mean, you sat there on the engagement party as an invited guest 
washing all of her dishes because she didn't hire, hire a caterer. You washed all her dishes, all the silverware. You worked instead of enjoyed the company. You did not sleep with her fiancé in her bed the way the other <laughs> bridesmaid did. <laughs> um, I don't think you're an asshole at all. She's the one that was, like, pushing you to bring him. And if there's no plans made, I don't understand. Like, you wake up. What does that have anything to do with them? Why is that disrespectful, sleeping in? I guess because they went up together. But if you don't have plans, what's the difference? You know, like, that's my thing. Like, yeah, like, no, you're not an asshole at all. You're not an asshole for any of this. I don't see any asshole behavior of yours at all. You know, and what does that mean? You treated their house like an Airbnb. Like you left a mess or something. What does that mean? Or like they just came, just came to and use went, their house. Yeah, like came, went when they wanted, did what they wanted. But if you, if she didn't make plans and he didn't make plans and this was his house, you know, you think that it would be a, like you're going up together. It'd be like, oh, come on, tomorrow morning, let's wake up. We'll go get breakfast. Yeah, we'll I'm sure this, you guys would have been we'll up for it. We'll cook breakfast together or something. Yeah. If you guys didn't have plans and you're on your own and when you wake up, they're not there anyway. And Amy she's has out there working out. And yeah. Like, what the fuck? What are you Amy supposed to do? So are you I'm supposed going to, to Target. go with her to her appointments and hold her hand? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, no, not asshole at all. And it's funny because she is treating her fiance like shit and she just has to tell you that the guy you're dating is shit yeah meanwhile he's been nothing but respectful and nice but she just has to put that out there and be like you shouldn't like him because she's miserable in her Mm -hmm. relationship and she wants you to not like the guy that you're dating wow she's she's like um what is it like projecting projecting her own insecurities onto you that's yeah no Definitely nothing asshole-ish on you. And and I hope that her fiance wait, leaves when, her. Wait, when is this wedding? And are you still in it? I mean, have you given up on this friendship? Are you going to give up on this friendship? Is this friendship over? I hope you do because, first of all... Fuck her. Uh, I, uh, this is why I don't like the idea of bridesmaids because why are... What, I don't like when people... I, I guess if it's like a healthy relationship, fine. But like people are like, oh, you're not doing enough for me fuck you get out of here what do you mean why i i'm trying to be nice and be your bridesmaid but i'm not doing everything for you like why are people like that uh i could never never imagine even if i did do bridesmaids being like you're not i need you to do more i need you to do enough you're not doing this for me you're not how do you even say that to someone like just because you're getting married they have to be your maid literally like that's not fair and she's doing so much for you already that she doesn't have to do I don't I, listen. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 please, can you update us? Can you let us know what's going on with the wedding and how are you and James doing? Because I hope you guys are doing well. Weddings bring out the ugly in some people. It really does. People get so like their nose up in the air. It's very true. They do. It, like it like ruins relationships. My mom said that she literally lost a friend when planning her wedding because she was a bridesmaid and like drama happened really it's like really that should be the most happiest time of your life and you lost a friend because people get so like Mm -hmm. like on edge i don't know why it's so weird like weddings and funerals like tear people apart okay wow fuck her yeah fuck her (laughs) make me angry (laughs) entitled ass bitch (laughs) you said i could stay at your house 
You encourage she, her friend Amy encouraged her to bring James. You like asked, that was her fucking plan. Bring him. Come on. You only live once. What did she say? Let loose. Whatever the yeah. fuck she said. You asked if if you guys could leave. If you she didn't mind if you if you left the ball, and she said no, no, go. And then she got mad at you for it. So stupid. Yeah. So stupid. I'm sorry. It sounds like someone that likes to play victim. Yeah. Okay, um, now we have um, an email about funny stuff you do in a hurry. <laughs> Hello, ladies. First thing I want to say is I love y'all. Love listening on my way to and from work. Thank you. Uh, so I have the funniest story, so let's get into it. My boyfriend leaves at 5.45 a.m. for work, and he has a coworker that picks him up on the way. So I wake up, I look at the clock, it says 5.50. I look over, and my boyfriend is still asleep. Frantically, I wake him up, he jumps out of bed, gets dressed, and leaves. After all that... Tell me it was Saturday. <laughs> I'm wide awake, trying to go back to sleep. After about 15, 20 minutes, I get on my phone and realize it's only 4 a.m. <gasps> I just start laughing so hard. I'm crying. I call my boyfriend. And before even getting out the words, he says, I know. <laughs> when he gets back home, he was so mad. <laughs> but after a while of, of me laughing, he starts laughing with me. This is a few years ago, and we still laugh about it. I'm a blonde and have my fair <laughs> share of blonde moments. And this is the top. This one takes the cake. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. I have done this. I have done this. I have absolutely done this where I'll wake up and go, ah, run, get it, blah, blah, and it'll be a Saturday or it'll be I looked at the time wrong or something like this. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it, it sometimes we make a mistake. Blonde yeah. or not, because I'm a brunette and I've done this shit. So. <laughs> but I think that's fucking hysterical. He just jumps out of bed. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Yeah. He throws on his work clothes. He's out the door. And then he like plugs his phone into the car and he looks at it and he's like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's so annoying. i think this is fucking funny actually <laughs> it's funny so relatable okay i know i'm late but stupid shit that i've done in a rush hi ladies why are you laughing because <laughs> i just love stupid shit that people do <laughs> actually my uh manager texted me she's like i should have written in uh, for the podcast episode, she said she was, which we didn't hear this one, she said she brushed her teeth, and instead of spitting in the sink, she spit in the garbage. <laughs> oh, which is fuck. like a fine mistake, yeah. I guess. At but least, it's funny, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, okay. Hi, ladies. Uh, I know I'm late, but I couldn't think of anything when the question came across on Instagram. But as I was listening to the podcast today, I remembered something that recently happened to me. My boyfriend and I went on vacation together recently, and while we were on vacation, my mom called me to let me know that my grandpa had died in a car accident, and she needed me to go stay with my grandma for a week to help her get around because she was also in the car during the accident and got some injuries herself. Oh my gosh, oh I'm sorry. My boyfriend and I had shared a suitcase, and I had only been home for less than 10 hours, so I really just took his clothes out and put some more of my clothes in and closed the bag back up. My boyfriend had taken his contacts out and put them in our travel bathroom bag and wore his glasses on the plane home so that his contacts stayed in the bathroom bag. Our cases are exactly the same, so I thought they were mine. <laughs> but 
I guess since I was so tired from all of the traveling and of course from crying about my grandpa, when I got to my grandma's house that night, I just went to bed and forgot to take my contacts out. When I woke up, I of course put my contacts in, but suddenly I couldn't see and everything was so blurry. I called my mom panicking because I thought I was going blind. (laughs) She told me to take my contacts out, so I did, and miraculously, I could see without my contacts in. I told my mom I was so confused and that obviously my vision, mind you, I'm so blind without my contacts, had just completely corrected itself (laughs) overnight. She put contacts on the contacts. <laughs> so she took out this first pair and she's like, oh my God, I can fucking see. <laughs> About after 20 minutes of being so confused on the phone with my mom, I stuck my finger in my eye and removed a second pair of contacts that were in my eye. I literally put my boyfriend's contacts in my eyes because I didn't realize that I didn't take my contacts out the night before. No wonder I was blind because I had two sets of contacts in. My mom laughed so hard at me and I felt so stupid. I bought my boyfriend a different contacts case when I got home so that this would never happen again. LMFAO. That's fucking hysterical. That is so funny. Mom, go blind. And then she takes him out and she's like, wait, my vision is better overnight. It's a miracle. (laughs) This is fucking. This sounds like familiar. Like, I feel like I've done some stupid shit like this. I'm really sorry about you, Grandpa, but this is fucking hysterical. Is your grandpa playing a prank on you? Was he a jokester? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I feel bad for you that you had to leave your vacation, <laughs> you poor thing. Your your boyfriend was like, Well, I guess I'll just be here drinking margaritas. Oh man. That's funny as fuck, actually. We needed a good laugh. We, I, I love these kind of emails, like funny, stupid emails. Yeah. Yeah. You know? If you guys have anything, please send it in. Anything embarrassing, anything like, were you an asshole in a situation? Like, send it to us. We want to laugh and we want to tell you if you were an asshole or not. Also, we got a recommendation from you guys that um, we think we're going to do. So explain it to them. No, okay. I got it. Um, We're going to do an episode on, like, funny stories from your childhood. Should we have my dad on? (laughs) Oh. That would be some shit. Just a little bit that I heard from him. That would be some shit. I think that would be funny, actually. We should ask him. Okay, I'm down. Ask him. And then he'll read them with us, too. Like, people's, like, funny shit that they've done as a kid. That would be funny. Okay, so send them in, you guys. Any stories that you can think of where, I don't know, I guess you look back and you laugh at. Yeah, it could be like shit you did, like... um, Like stupid shit you did with your siblings. Yeah, Yeah. like stupid shit you got away with when you were a teenager or sneaking out or like little stupid trouble that you got in. you stole your parents' car. Yeah, like shit like that. We want to know. yeah. So send those in. And you'll email. remain anonymous, so you of don't course. gotta worry about us. Like we won't out you to your parents. Yeah, definitely not. You're like thirty something. You're like, don't tell my mom. Don't <laughs> tell my mom that I did that. Um, so email it to us, agamilpodcast at gmail.com, A G A H M I L podcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our Instagram and just hit the little email button and then it'll just open right up and you can just send it to us. Just please put it in the subject line what you are emailing in about and not even just those we want to hear it all if you have any advice you want 
if you have a crazy mother-in-law, if you have a crazy father-in-law, if you are having drama with your sister, all types of things like that, we will give you our advice and we will never say your name. So please don't worry. Okay? Absolutely. It was a little bit of a shorter episode today, but at least it was funny. We and love funny. Yeah, we just recorded yesterday, so bear with us. Yeah, we love funny. So. We're just, yeah, we're having a chill day. Um, so I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And we can't wait to talk to you all on Monday. Okay, love you. Bye.